Okay, welcome to On the Road. My name is Edward. Uh, um, first of all, I want to say a big, big shout out to everybody that listened to the last episode. Thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, I really the last episode I did the NYC slash the first interview. That one was the biggest episode that I've had so far. So um, a lot of people listen to it. A lot of people like thank you for listening and and I really, really do appreciate um, the love that that there's. some people reacted in, <laughs> in all sorts of ways, very funny ways, and I appreciate every single person that had something to say or had an impute or disagreed with my opinion or whatever, but I really, really appreciate everything. Like, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening and thank you for reacting to it. I've always said one of these days, I'm just gonna gather all the reactions and I'm gonna make a, one podcast out of everything, but but we'll leave that, we'll leave that to, you know, another time, we'll do it another time. So, um, but thank you. And then in the last episode, I did something for the first time too. I was walking on the road, like just um, walking to, to I, was walk, I was going home from CDS, I went to CDS in Lagos, so I was walking home and I just heard something, on, like I just heard a sound, I walked into the place the sound was coming from and there was these guys that were making um, they were making a song and really, really sounded nice. And I just I had to sit down with them, talk to them for a couple of minutes, like um, do an interview with them, and it was awesome. Like the interview, I didn't have anything planned out. Like there was nothing to, you know, it was just uh, yeah. These are these guys. There was no, they were not dropping any single. They were not doing nothing. There was nothing to ask them about. So it was just me talking to them about, you know their experiences and why they decided to do music and the hustling and I enjoyed doing that, really, really enjoyed doing that. And I think I would it'll be even more fun if I make a thing out of it. So I am going to make a thing out of it. And um thankfully I just got a camera. Yay. So um I I would I'm intentionally trying to get anybody who is a hustler on. You're a hustler just Say what you do, we'll drop your profile, then we'll interview you. We'll do a photo shoot too, so like that, that, that will go with it too. Um, you don't have to pay anything, just um, come. It doesn't matter what you do, you build websites, your, your bakery, you cook, anything at all, anything. You sell jerseys, you sell phones, you sell anything. You do CCTV, you just want you know to get your word out to in a very, very efficient way talk about you actually want a chance to actually talk about what you do like you actually want a chance to talk like like because you know like uh, um instagram will not really give you a chance to really really market yourself the way you want to so i would ask you questions about what you do you tell me what you do i'll ask you questions and we'll talk about it and we'll just talk about what it is that you do and I will just kind of sort of, you know, market you, put it on my, I'll put it on my Instagram. You'll be on the podcast, you know, that's where you get to talk about it. But I'll put it on my Instagram, on my Twitter, with the photo shoot we do. So, um, yeah, we'd hope to catch you in an environment where you're doing what you're doing. In, in your office, in your in your study, in your, in your kitchen, whatever it is, we'll just make sure it, it has some relation to what it is you're doing. And I'm going to call it Street O'Clock street o'clock yeah so i'm a streetographer so i am the streetographer and it will be called street o'clock so so uh yeah that will be that, that i i hope to have fun with that i hope i enjoy it i hope you people enjoy listening to it 
as much as I enjoy, I will enjoy making it. So yeah, that is that on that. Um, I would um, I would start with um, I would start with that as soon as I you would you would see it as soon as I start, and I hope to build a profile out of it. Like um, I hope by the time some people start listening to it, like by the time it gets really really heavy, I hope to have done a lot of work. Like I want to build a body of work, so I I want to build a body of work. I want to do a lot of things and. I set some goals, you know, set some timeline, put some timelines on the goals, and then uh, I, I just hoped that I could do what it is that I want to do when I need to do, like, in the sequence that allows me to achieve everything it is that I want to do. I, I still don't know what it is I'm looking for, but I know when I, when I, when I find it, I'm going to know what it is. So, so I thank you very much for listening. Yeah, love down that. So today's topic, today's podcast... Today's podcast is a very, very controversial topic. Um, today's the name of the title of today's podcast to be this Ebola, this uh, Corona of a thing, or this Corona thing, <laughs> this Corona thing, this Corona of a virus of a thing. It's a very sensitive topic because it's very polarizing. You, 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 it's hard to find people that are the right amount of worried and not worried. You, you, anybody you ask about it is either all the way worried or not worried at all, or they say they're not worried at all. I, I am on the not worried at all side of things, but I, I have um, gotten the feeling that, um, or people have started looking at me like an asshole for completely regard, disregarding what it is that concerns them to make my own point and I, I get what they mean like um, I've, I've done some self-reflecting shout out to who you are you know who you are and I know you're listening so <laughs> so yeah I, I have done some reflection on it and upon so if I had done this corona episode the last last week instead of the NYC one it would have been very hot like it would have just been me dropping what I think are facts and, and, you know, like, what I... Conspiracy theories, so to speak. But I'm a bit level-headed about it now. I have thought about it, like, giving it some thought. And I'm going to visit it carefully. And now here's what we know. I'm not going to be ridiculous and say it doesn't, it doesn't catch black people. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to say that. I mean, there are some black people that already have it. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is black. He has it, the basketball player in America. I think the, the UV player that got it too, one of them is black, I think. And then the Chelsea guy too, the, the whatever his name is guy, but che- plays for Chelsea, he got it too. He's black. And they're all doing well. They said they're all recovering. But it's still, it doesn't mean that black people cannot get the virus because black people absolutely could get the virus. Absolutely could. But um, all it goes to say is that um, in the long run of things, we all just need to be careful. Like, like it doesn't matter at this point, I think, it doesn't matter where the virus originated from. I feel like if you, if you will feel safer buying hand sanitizer for 15,000 naira, if that is what will make you feel safe, I say please buy it. Please buy it and feel safe. Be comfortable because at the end of the day, if if nobody is, if the thing, if we all try to downplay, downplay, and then somebody gets it, I I really would not want to be in a position where I'll say, 
Uh, yeah, he's just that one person. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to do that. He's just that one person. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I, I, I can't get it. I don't want to be that person. I want to be realistic about it because I take pride in analyzing things, um, in thinking about things analytically. So I take pride in that. So I, I, I don't want, should that happen, I don't want to be somebody that they will tell you, I told you so. I don't want to be that. So because of that, if you feel comfortable, getting hand sanitizer, getting 15,000 masks. If that's what will make you feel comfortable, please do it. Do it and be comfortable. Because um, the virus has started subsidizing. It's no longer as hot as it was in China. I mean, um, but the week it became hot, I think in, in, in Wuhan, they had um, 15,000 new cases that week. And then just last week, they reported that they had 15 cases. So it dropped from 15,000 cases a week to 15 cases a week. That means it's tremendous progress. It's tremendous progress. And, um, and it's just now catching some heat in America. It's catching some very, very serious heat in America. A lot of people are getting infected in the UK, in Italy. You know, there's a scare now globally. But we in here in Africa, we're just chilling. <laughs> we are just chilling. Like, we're chilling. So, I have, I have tried to be reasonable with my thinking. Now it's time for me to be unreasonable with my thinking. It's time for me to go deep into the hypothesizing and conspiracy, conspiracy reauthizing, <laughs> conspiracy theories. Like, it's time for me to go into that now. Because I feel like the true explanation to this is deeply, deeply rooted in conspiracy theories. Because it would never get out. If at all it was done intentionally to infect people, that information would never get out. That's the kind of information you kill people for. Like, um, like um, I, so I feel like you would never be able to prove that it was done intentionally. You'd never, ever be able to prove it. Never. Because they will kill you before you do. And they'll be right to do so because you start up a bunch of shit. But, and you start telling a bunch of truths people are not ready to hear. So, like, uh, I feel like if you ever find proof, don't put it out. Just leave it there and just close it off. If you ever find proof of who did the coronavirus thing, don't put it out. The world is not, the world is, the world likes to think that they're ready for truth, but they're not ready for some truth. And the source of this, the real source of this coronavirus thing is a truth that absolutely nobody's ready for no matter what they want to say. So, um, with that said, with that said, I'd say, I'll, go, I'll start with this. We'll start here. Now, the timing of the virus was what started off my suspicion, the timing of it. Now, those of us that spent some time in China, those of us that spent a couple of years, you know, those of us that did, we understand Chinese people a little bit differently than everybody else. Like, 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 um, like those of us that actually studied there, like went to school in China. Like, it's a weird time to say you went to school in China. Everybody's like, ah, coronavirus, no, 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 no. It's a weird time to say that. But those of us that did and are back home now, we understand Chinese people a little bit differently from everybody else. We, we, we see Chinese people for who they truly are. And... While I must marvel at the work that they did curtailing the virus, I would say that to plan for something like this 
to affect China with it is impossible. I would say it's impossible to plan something like this to infect Chinese people with this. These people are top-notch with their security. They do not fuck with intelligence. Chinese people don't. It's a priority. They monitor everybody's calls. They monitor everybody's messages. They do. The government does. They do. If you talk bad about the government, they will knock on your door and they'll fucking arrest you. And they'll deal with you in ways that you didn't think you could be dealt with. So I think that to to a, a, a pandemic of this magnitude, I think about it in, in, in broad sense now. This is a, this is a, a, a country that whose population is 1.4 billion people. So think about it in this perspective now. If a million people get infected by coronavirus and die, it's not up to 1% of their population. It's not. And a million people did not get infected in China. A couple hundred thousand or uh, maybe I don't know the exact amount. I think about uh, over a hundred thousand cases. Shah. Like I would say, but I think it's way more. But I would say definitely it's over a hundred thousand cases. But for you to infect a hundred thousand people, these Chinese people that don't even mind if you if you if you are doing you know yao yao in their country, they don't mind. Like it's not like they don't care. Just don't hurt Chinese people with it. Because the second you start fucking with Chinese people, they will get involved and they will arrest you. So, like, um, for you to infect that amount of people, I feel like somebody in the Chinese government knows something about it. I feel like it, somebody in the Chinese government does know something about it. And because of that, I feel like the timing is just off. The timing is just off. Like, very, very off. Because... It's off because that week it became a serious thing was the week of the Chinese New Year. Now, Chinese New Year is celebrated for one straight week. But the week before is very hectic because a lot of people are traveling. The train stations are locked up. It's not locked up. It's um, busy as fuck. The roads are busy as fuck. The airports are busy as fuck. Slow train, busy as fuck. People traveling by bus, busy as fuck. Everywhere is busy. People are trying to go back home to their family, be with their parents, carry their kids. So everybody's trying to, you know, find, stay indoors. So that one week before is really hot. Now, the one week in between, eh, everybody's indoors. Then the following week, the week after that week, that is the New Year holiday, is busy as fuck too. Like people are busy doing stuff. So it came out exactly when everybody was indoors anyway. It came out then. If it had come out a week before that, a lot of a lot more people would have been infected. And because of the timing, the timing is just is a little too peculiar for me. Like there are what? How many? How many? Um, how many um, um, how many weeks in the year are they? The 52 weeks. What is the the odds is one in 52? One in 52 is a lot. It's a gamble I'll take. That if you tell me um, p- pick one random week of the year, that the, I would pick. I would take that bet all day that it's not going to come out on that one week that everybody's at home. I'll take that bet every day. So the odds are like uh, like outstanding, but it came out that week anyway. So that is my first. That was my first red flag. It was my first red flag, and I was like, "All right, all right, this shit was planned. Definitely was planned." Now, 
Carry in mind, I can't prove any of it. Let's step into conspiracy theory land further. Let's take a little bit. Let's take it a little bit further. Now, India is right next to China. India is right right next door. India did not have a pandemic. It didn't. The country that did is Iran. Iran, who happens to be in beef with America, they are beefing with America. Now, they lost a health minister, a couple of other people have been infected, a lot of people have been dying about it. Iran, the same Iran that Trump killed the most top, the, the, the most senior military officer, how many weeks ago? This same Iran is who is infected by this thing now. It did not affect India. The thing traveled from China, went to Iran. It didn't go to India. It didn't get to India. And yes, I, would, I know the China-India border is not the busiest in the world. It's not, there's not a lot of people moving between China and India. It's not a lot. Or it's not as much as people moving between Turkey and, and, um, and um, China. It's not as much. But because of the plane and stuff, the border is not that hot. A lot of Indians are not coming to China. A lot of Chinese people are not going to India. Not a lot. They are, but it's not a lot. So it's reasonable to say, okay, skip. But then he skipped to Iran, all the way to Iran. How many people took it to Iran that infected that many people? But anyway, we move forward from that. Iran got infected, crumbled their shit. Somebody in Brazil got infected too. And this is the first time, this is the first pandemic where we actually had celebrities, like people that seemed or feel, felt invisible to all these things. It got them. When I got the news that, um, that um, the vice president, was it, or minister, I think either one of them of Iran got infected. I was talking with my friend Toby. And Toby was like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I heard it. Oh, no, no, no. I remember exactly what it was. He said the Pope was, um, was um, the, the, the Pope of the Catholic Church was, was ill. And I thought it was funny. And then we, we further talked about the, the Iran guy too. But the Pope was the reason why we had the conversation. And I said, okay, let's assume for a second. Although I know, I, this is what I told Toby. I told Toby, I know that the Pope is not infected. I know he's not. But let us play devil's advocate for a second and assume he is. Now, what are the odds that he got to the Pope? Now, you know how secluded that man is? Now, what are the odds of it getting to that Iran prime minister or vice president or whatever it is, or the, the minister that got infected in Iran? What, 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 what are these chances of getting infected, really? Like, as compared to the average Iranian on the road, in, walking around in the sun, as opposed to him that is in his fancy ass crib with cars and mansions and maids and stuff, what are the chances that you are somebody with coronavirus, that coming to the country with coronavirus, got close enough to him to infect him? What are the chances? It, it, I, I bet that whatever those chances are, it will be easier to, for, it, it, it will be, the, the chances of him being intentionally giving the virus are more than him getting it by complete coincidence. The chances of him get somebody intentionally giving him the virus is much more than 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 um than um him coincidentally just getting the virus i don't know if if that makes sense but but all i, I say all that to say this like in africa here we don't have we, we don't we're not having all that panic we're not having any of that like uh, people are still going to events as planned people are out there hugging each other in fact in church today 
Um, they said, peace of the Lord be with you. And everybody was hiding their hand. And I, I did not realize where they were hiding their hand because my hand was out. Shake me. And I was shaking everybody after church because, you know, it's Nigeria. We don't, the one case we had was isolated. Then the other one tested negative. So everybody's kind of relaxed down here. But, but in other parts of the world, it's not like that. You see, people's true nature are coming out. You know, like um, those people that are increasing the price of hand sanitizers, or as in, in the, as the fate will have it, that idiot in America that drove through small towns and bought all the hand sanitizers and, you know, intends to sell them. And then Amazon told him no, and he has a bunch of hand sanitizers he can't get off now. And he's, you know, he has to hold a yard sale or something. I mean, in places like that, I bet it's tough. I bet it's tough in Utah. I bet it's tough in, in where else? Uh, any other place that got people that are infected, I bet it's tough there. And while some of us are still on the case that the whole thing was planned, I still realize that it's very, very possible to get infected. I realize that. And so I'll say, again, if you feel comfortable getting, if that's what will make you feel comfortable, wear a mask. Don't say, ah, nobody else is wearing a mask. No, if you, if you will be comfortable wearing a mask, get a mask and wear If you'll be comfortable getting hand sanitizer, get hand sanitizer and use. If you truly, truly believe that nothing will happen, you can't be infected, if that's what you feel comfortable believing in, fine, do that. Don't make other people feel um, uh, stupid for worrying about it. I, I saw this message on, his, on Instagram where somebody's mother was, you know, freaking out. He said he wasn't going to sleep in the house and she was just freaking out on the phone. There's, there's coronavirus. You want to get infected? Everybody's with your family. What if you wake up in the morning and this, 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 this? And I laughed. Everybody laughed because it was funny. But then that is her own way of dealing with it. You know, the woman is actually concerned. She's exaggerating. She's walking to my little mother in her mind. But it's a concern to her. She's actually worried about that. You know, to her, it's something that can happen. You know, like that's her reality. That's how she's dealing with it. So don't make her feel, stop people like that. Don't make them feel stupid because they are worried. They should be worried. It should be. I mean, it's a global pandemic now. Like, like um, um, what are the chances that the person you shook last, what are chances that he had the virus? You don't know. You don't know. You say, yeah, where did he get it from? Yeah, nobody's traveling. But people, people have been traveling. I mean, NBA players got the damn thing for crying out loud. So what, what chances, what are the chances that, that the last person you shook doesn't have it? I am not worried about it. But if you're worried about it, I'm here to tell you that your worries are legit. And whatever you feel comfortable doing to make sure you don't get the virus, please do it. Okay, like, like, um, like um, if that's what will make you feel comfortable, please do it. Uh, so with this, we'll come to the end of today's podcast. I'm glad I did it today and not the last, last week. Because if I had done it last week, I, I probably would have regretted doing it. Because... I had conversations with people about it, and I got to realize that um, I was going about it wrong. I was thinking about it wrong. And you, you need to be careful when you're doing anything, you're putting your opinion out in public. Like when you're putting your opinions out in the world, you need to be very careful. 
you need to be careful because um, the world is going to judge you based on what your opinions are. Like, like they are not going to look at it that, oh, yeah, he's not talking for this to be black or for it to be white. He's talking about the lines that are unclear about it, like the, the shades of gray that life is. That's what you're talking about. It's not black and white to you. But people who read things black and white and they'll write you off because of something you said or something they misunderstood. And, and, you, and I, you always make sure people understand that you are responsible for what you say and know what they make of what you say. But also, you have to make at least a conscious effort to make sure that, that whatever people hear is what you're actually trying to say. Is what you're actually trying to say. So with all that said, thank you for listening to today's episode. I really, really appreciate you. If you stayed this far, that means you truly, truly fuck with me and I appreciate you. Thank you very, very much for listening. Have a wonderful week.